0: families to be self-sufficient and financially stable, and vulnerable households to get their basic and emergency needs met. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit UASCC.org or call 716-483-1561. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant. I'm very excited for this one today. I look forward to talking to everyone on this show, but to get to really talk to somebody who uh, is very much in my record collection and has been for years, and I've had on the Power Chord Hour my other show, we got uh, Mikey Erg here, who will be playing up the road in Fredonia with uh, his band Mikey Erg Band and Doc Hopper. They'll be playing at Downtown Brew in Fredonia coming up Monday, May 1st, and uh, very much looking forward to that. Have not seen Mikey live in a couple of years and it's very it'd be a very much shorter drive for me to go see him up there about 20 minutes so <laughs> looking forward to it mikey how you doing
1: i'm good how are you doing
0: very very good um you know I, you just did a tour with your other band um the ergs with a, a tour i was very very uh envious of everyone who got to see but i know you did a california
1: run with the copyrights how did those shows yeah go? oh it was awesome it was a uh, yeah it was really cool we Got to do San Diego and San Pedro and San Francisco and then finished it out in L.A. at this really cool venue called the Terragram Ballroom. Uh, and we ended up doing all of uh, Dork Rock Cork Rod there Ooh. at that show. Because it's next year is somehow, next year is 20 years. Oh, my God. So we're kind of starting to plan some uh, some fun things for uh, for next year. Uh, dork rock cork rod wise so figured we'd get in the, get those uh celebrations started a little early with this la show
0: start warming up with that it's nice mm-hmm. nice i i mean i assume I'm, I'm going to assume that this wasn't the first time the copyrights and the ergs have played together over the years that wasn't the first time oh no
1: right? yeah we had uh yeah all the time back in the day we used to tour in fact the first tour the tour we did right after Dork Rock Dork Rock, Rock came out in two thousand four, uh we did we did like a five week tour of the US and each week we met up with a different band uh that we were buds with and copyrights did like the southern leg of that tour with us. And I mean we've done countless shows together. Uh and yeah and actually we did we did a Midwest run with them last year too. So oh, yeah it's it's they're such fun guys to hang out with and so yeah it's it's a it's always a blast touring with them
0: actually it's funny i have to ask you the other guest on actually this episode of arts on fire a uh, shout out joe grice i was telling him that you were on the show and we were trying to figure out i couldn't remember either but he was trying to recall if he saw you play in the copyrights before Did did you play live in the copyrights before or is he recalling I- that wrong
1: no, I have. I have. I have filled in for them on numerous occasions, and in fact, on this West Coast tour, I played in both bands. Oh, the drummer couldn't do it. Okay, so I was doing double duty a couple weeks ago.
0: Well, that is very funny. I mean, literally, the the person who you just heard me, people listening now, who uh, I was talking to, he just got his question answered. He definitely saw you That's playing. Funny. Actually, and I think he said in Fredonia where you're playing with. With a uh, Doc Hopper, maybe that part's wrong, but I want to say it's, he. You it's think, possible because I actually thought um, this might be your first time playing for and then he told me he's seen you. I think in a couple, which then again I forget how many bands you've also played with, so I'm sure it's actually not your first time playing for yeah. at all.
1: It's well, it's funny because I don't know that I have. Um, I'm not, you know, my, my brain is. No one can blame with- <laughs> you. You've played so many. I'm not going to blame <laughs> yeah. you for not remembering a show. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't I don't know that I've played uh, Fredonia before, but um, yeah, we're just we're good buds with uh, Scott Reynolds. Yes. From All. And uh, so he he uh, and his partner have a have a have a bar out there and we've been I've been meaning to check it out for the for a long time. So I'm excited to get out there. Right.
0: Yeah, I don't know if people realize that just, I mean, this whole show is about local and things in Chautauqua County, but yeah, I mean, Scott Reynolds of all, I mean, we have a punk legend from Fredonia and, uh, (laughs) you know, now booking, which is also very cool because I feel like we're going to get more really, really rad shows in Fredonia now because of that, like this one. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Actually, I was wondering too, talking about you playing Double Duties, I know that you've played uh, live in Doc Hopper before. I mean, are you playing Double Duty on this tour
1: too? Yep. Yeah. In fact, this, this uh this tour is the, the the lineup of Doc Hopper and Mike Erig band on this tour is the same lineup. Uh, Chris and I just switch Chris Pierce uh, from Doc Hopper, and I just switch instruments. He he plays drums in my band, and I play drums in Doc Hopper. And uh, so we, we just we trade front men duties uh, when when the name changes <laughs> to very, Doc Hopper. Very uh, nice yeah so like that that and it makes it easy to yeah because you, you, we, we've done it down to fest a couple times we've done it we've done a couple tours like this where we just kind of switch off and then you get two bands for the price of one
0: <laughs> i mean i i just <laughs> got to throw this out here if you're ever thinking of a transition maybe doing Hoot Nanny do a little do a little uh tribute oh, to their placements absolutely you could transition that up. way how great would that be Mm-hmm, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe something in the future. How did, yeah. how did you, uh, start? I mean, you, you play with so many different bands, but how did you kind of originally start playing with the Doc Hopper guys? I mean, is that just kind of meeting through playing shows over the years?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, so Chris, Chris moved to New Brunswick, uh, sometime in the, in the, I think in the late 90s. Uh, and, you know, we, uh, the Urge guys were huge, huge sinkhole and Doc Hopper fans. Um, so we kind of sought him out at some point and that's he ended up recording uh a bunch of our all, most of our output but uh you know Dirk Rockhard being one of the uh you know one of the the key the key moments um so we were we've been friends with him for you know certainly since the early like early 2000s and uh at a certain point uh I just joined doc hopper on guitar i think around 2012 um just as a second guitar player and then like since then we've been kind of playing on and off and uh you know and then i've done some tours as as the drummer when when the drummer can't do it and so yeah i've just been kind of playing with them off and on for for years now for about 10 years (laughs) wow i didn't realize it was Uh, that long Jeez, yeah Yeah, we we don't you know we don't we're not like super active, but yeah, we've we've gotten out there a couple times.
0: I gotta ask, and I mean, maybe I even asked you this when I interviewed you before, but like for you retaining things, because I mean, again, and there might be people listening on Arts on Fire. I mean, it's such a such a general audience. I mean, maybe there's people who aren't even you know who aren't aware of you yet, who will be now. But like, you play with so many different bands, like. How is it, though, retaining stuff like that? Like, I mean, when you go back and forth, just because I'm sure in between playing with them, you've played with 10 different bands. I mean, right. are you pretty good with retaining the songs and stuff, or do you always kind yeah. of need a refresher? How, how does that generally well, work?
1: The the one, you know, I'm ai Like, my memory is kind of crazy. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I, I've, I've got a decent memory, but the uh, memory for music or, like, song uh memorizing is that's like my strongest suit definitely and like if if basically if if i've learned a set for something and especially if it's been like we've done a tour where i played it like 30 times uh i'll i'll know that pretty much for the rest of time (laughs) Nice. um like you know i'll I'll definitely like I'll, i'll get sent like like with the copyrights i i uh, I'd, I'd done a few tours with them. I did a European tour with them. I did a, uh, I did a, a, a American tour opening up for seven seconds with them. And that was like a, like a two month long tour. So basically they sent me the set list for this West coast thing. And I barely, we didn't even, we didn't rehearse. Like I just basically Jeez. went over the set list and you know, it was, it was pretty much all still there. Uh, somehow that is just, that's, that's, just some somehow that is that is in my brain like it, you know it's, it's music retention is like the only thing that's like really good in terms of, you know i have to watch a movie like three times before i remember the plot of it you know but
0: i mean for what you do though that's definitely not a bad thing that's not a bad No, it's, uh,
1: yeah it, it definitely helps out when uh you know when i'm <laughs> when i have to go back and play a set
0: How about, you know, I mean, talking again, like, I mean, pulling double duties on this tour, what, I'm sure you've pulled more than that, though. I mean, do you, do you remember, like, like one that you've pulled triple or more on? I mean, I'm I'm sure you've done that in a tour. Do you remember, like, the most bands you've played in on one tour?
1: Actually, right, right before, right before the pandemic, like, uh, February of 2020 we did a tour that was Doc Hopper, Mikey Erg, Slow Death, and Loose Behavior, and I played in every single one of the bands. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, which was fun and exhausting, but it was also, like, I... You know, my favorite part about going on tour is, like, you know, just hanging out with people I haven't seen in a long time and stuff like that, and, like, I had no time to... You know, we basically loaded in, I played four times, we loaded out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So, so I had no time to do anything. And then, like, you know... But Yeah, things like fest uh, yeah there there have been fests there was a oh fest my God, one yeah, year fest i can imagine i, played, I think i played 18 times oh one my year God. yeah it was nuts and that was that was like a that was a, a fest where i was just running to like the band <laughs> van every every like 10 minutes and just like refreshing myself with the like the next the next set i had to do
0: uh <laughs> i mean so if anyone else said that I would probably say I would assume they're exaggerating and with you I really don't like I know you're not exaggerating. You say you played no, with eighteen yeah, bands.
1: Between it was it was eighteen it was it was probably like ten bands, but it was like that's still pre Pre-Fest and fest. It was eighteen different sets.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> when you do when you do something like that, like is it easier for you to stay on an instrument for say like when you do like I mean I know it's not every tour but if you do like four bands, you know, back to back to back like that, is it is it easier to stay on one or is it easier to kind of mix it up a little and go from drums or guitar?
1: Yeah, the 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 one that I did the four bands, I was in, playing drums for three and and playing guitar for the one for the Mikey Irk set. So it was I mean it was it was I think either way uh it, it you know it's nice to play to, to play guitar I, I got like a you know i got a break from playing drums but also i kind of i i like to be fairly animated when i'm playing guitar like jumping around and stuff so that was that was another different type of workout so uh yeah i, I like them both
0: <laughs> it just kind of popped in my head i i, I don't know if it does it all but when you play drums and then jump to guitar, does that loosen you for like your, like your strumming arm at all? Like I don't, and maybe not, but for some reason you're talking about that. I'm thinking about it. I feel like drumming first would loosen you up and kind of, I don't know. You could strum a little faster. It would kind of, you know what I mean? It makes sense. I'm
1: sure I never really thought of it, but I'm sure it, you know, it it certainly warms you up a bit. Uh, And that was actually a nice, the nice thing about this urge copyrights tour was I, you know, the copyrights went on first and then the ergs went on right after them. So I was like totally warmed up for the erg set by the time the copyright set was done. <laughs> Which, like, the ergs play very fast and very, uh, it's a very energetic set. So it was nice to have a little warm up. Uh, I mean, the copyrights were <laughs> fast too, but, uh, it was nice to have a have a little warm up for the, for the, the punishing ergs set. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Where I have to play drums and sing at the same time and, like, you know, a lot of breathing going
0: on yeah that's still i i've <laughs> asked you that before so i do not ask you again but it still blows my mind how yeah you do that without without any kind of issue very uh you're good at you're good and do it both at the same time i would say
1: <laughs> very
0: very good i did want to ask you a couple a couple more for you here but I know back mm-hmm. in March you did a split seven-inch with the Raging Nathans, and uh it's called Gauntlet of Knives. And uh not only did Robert Pollard of Guide by Voices, he titled it, but he did the artwork for it too. I was just wondering, like, yeah. how did Robert end up getting involved with that project? It was very cool. How did that happen? Yeah.
1: It's uh well, the Raging Nathans are from Dayton, Ohio, which is where That's Robert right. is from. And uh so and uh Josh from the Raging Nathans, he's like He's a he. He used to. I, I don't know if he. I don't think he still works there. But he used to work at a bar called the uh, Blind Bob's, and that was like one of Bob Pollard's favorite like hangouts. So like they they just became friends just through the town and stuff. And yeah, we we recorded that split, and we we kind of didn't really know what we wanted or needed for the cover art. So one day he just called me up, and he's like, "I think I think Robert Pollard's going to do the cover <laughs> art, and Fid, our bass player, is." like if not the biggest, one of the biggest guided by voices fans, you know, like nice. literally has every, every single, I think release, which is, you know, no small feat. No. Uh, so he, like th- the fact that, that Bob Pollard's name is right under his, on this split seven inches. Like, yeah, you know, I felt, I was pretty proud of uh, getting, making that happen. <laughs>
0: that, that is pretty neat. That is, that is very, that is very neat. Yeah. But, I mean
1: yeah, we're all huge fans. So it's like it's an honor that he that he did that. It was cool.
0: I, I did want to ask actually too, I mean, kind of speaking of I guess kind of in that, I guess Midwest legends if you will. I know last year mm-hmm. the Mikey Yerg band, you did Love It Leeds. And you did that with Steve Albini. I mean, what what yeah. was that like? How was that experience?
1: It was absolutely incredible. He uh he he's just incredible at what he does. Like, you know, immediately we basically just, we walked in, set up, he like mic'd everything up and then the sound was just there within like 10 minutes and we just started recording and uh, he's a super funny dude and he's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, you know, it's very, very few times do you make a record and it's like, for some reason it's, it's just hard to capture what you have in your head of what it's going to sound like. But this, this is one of the only times that it sounds exactly like I hoped it would sound and wanted it to sound. Oh, that's uh, awesome. It was, yeah, it was, it was super cool. And that, that, that was like a dream of mine. Basically the last, like the last few Mike Yerg band records have been just like, me just trying to make my dreams come true like <laughs> like ma- i mastered the second one at abbey road and, and mixed nice. the third one uh step in from the descendants mixed the set mixed the third one so like i'm just i'm just kind of trying to work with all these people <laughs> while i can all the legends
0: <laughs> you're like yeah, yeah you're you know i just
1: like, want to work with my heroes you know
0: That I I mean, who can blame you? Who can blame you? That's pretty. That is pretty neat. Yeah, definitely had to ask that. I know. I know the album's been out for a little while, but yeah, definitely wanted to know a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, and it's also like I'm. I'm. I'm, I've become actually. You know, through the. I never stopped buying vinyl, but you know, when the pandemic happened, I feel like a lot of people did this, where they started buying records again. And I was actually home with my record collection for the first time in a long time, and started you know getting into a lot of these like jazz reissues that do like all all analog like straight cut straight from the tape to lacquer no uh, no digital sourcing so i basically wanted to do that too so i got to realize that dream of like basically recording an album completely analog to tape mixing it to tape and then cutting it straight from tape to the lacquer. So that was like another, another dream of mine that I got to realize for that with, with that love It weeds record. So that is,
0: that is very cool. I, and now I don't, I don't know if you can talk about this at all, if there's anything you can mention, but I know speaking of recording, you did post, I was telling you, it sounded amazing, but you posted a little clip of you doing a cover of the replacements wake up. I mean, is there anything you can say about that or what's going on with that? Or is that just kind of under wraps for now?
1: I don't think it's a secret. Uh, there's a you know the, uh, a label from. If, if it's a secret, then the secret's out. But uh, <laughs> there's a label uh, in Pennsylvania called Creep Records, and uh, they they actually put out the last uh, the Urge like second collection record a few few months ago, and uh, they're doing a they're just doing a replacements comp. So uh, the guy oh, at the label nice. asked me to do one. And he owns a studio in in um, in Philly, so I was just popped down and did it. Just recorded it all myself because just 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 took a day and just went down and, and recorded it all myself. So I'm playing everything on that on that uh, on that song. Oh, geez,
0: very <laughs> nice. Very. I mean, and, and like props to you. You picked a really good a uh, wake up. I love. Uh, the- I love that song.
1: Actually, I think I'm I'm pretty sure the the ergs were on a replacements comp like. 20 years ago uh that one two three four go did and we did i'm in trouble but i think i want to say that we wanted to do wake up but it was someone had already picked it and then i guess they ended up not doing it so but but it was too late for us to do it but uh so i've you know that's another thing is like I, I, i got to accomplish something i wanted to do 20 years ago <laughs> nice. like covering that song so
0: no no i'm uh i'm excited to hear the whole thing that that not only did it sound good but i mean i like that it was a somewhat a uh, deep cut there too that yeah, yeah. You, you know but no it's very-
1: such a good stuff so- like they, the, the replacements are so good that like even their like kind of throwaway songs are just like perfect the beat <laughs> you know like here for Breakfast is like one of the greatest songs ever written, and it's obviously kind of a throwaway, but it's just incredible.
0: <laughs> no, they they really are. I mean, yeah, you just listen to the B sides or just the things they took off the record, and it's like just things right. where they they didn't care. And and to think yeah. all the things that are just sitting in Paul Westerberg's basement right now, right? We may never even well, that he
1: probably just thinks I, are just throwaway. I'm just so happy that we're 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 living in a time where they're putting out all these box sets where we get to hear like all these you know, demos and and unreleased tracks and stuff that was like barely finished and stuff like that. It's just really, it's amazing, I, you know, for a band that I just never thought, you know, once that biography came out, uh, it, I never thought we'd even get a, a biography about them. And now we're getting like all this wealth of just unreleased material and box sets and stuff. It's just not something I ever expected from the replacements, so.
0: No, not at all, I'm just, I'm and I buy all of it. I buy every <laughs> yeah. single thing, anything that Same. comes out. I'm there day Same. one. <laughs> yep. But uh, but yeah. A- after this, uh, you know, kind of closing up here after the Doc Hopper tour here. I assume you do, but do you have any other like tours in the near future coming up after this one?
1: You know, I actually don't really have anything on the books yet. I'm kind of trying to take it a little easy because the last couple of years, like once, once the you know the things started opening back up again i went full force into like kind of being away for a long time so i'm kind of trying to be a little (laughs) a little less busy at the end of the year but you know uh i'm 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 sure i'll be playing a million things at Fest and uh got a couple just a couple random like you know single shows here and there but yeah, no tours, but you know, never say never cause you never know what's gonna happen. Very uh,
0: true. But uh yeah, I mean where can uh where can people find you online? Where can we follow you? All all that good stuff. Where where do we go find yeah. you now?
1: I'm at Mikey Erg, all one word at uh at at Twitter and Instagram and MikeyErg.BandCamp.com dot com is where all the music is and yeah, it's basically it. <laughs>
0: Very nice for you You nice. know.
1: It's all uh, on all the streaming services and stuff. You know, you just search Mikey right or you can find it and check it all out.
0: Well, Mikey, I mean, again, I'm very excited for that show. Again, it is Mikey Band and Doc Hopper at Downtown Brew in Fredonia, Monday, May 1st. If uh, I can tell you now, I mean, as far as even the guests earlier today, a couple people very excited that you're playing in the area. And if you, if you don't know Mikey, we'll educate you right now. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back here in in a second with more for you. You're tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA.